Cynthia Powell. We're in the Barry Prettyman Federal Courthouse where the J6 trial is underway. Jury selection has been underway for the past, since Tuesday and all of this week and before the uh, Christmas holidays started. The jury is going to be rigged. All of the uh, jury members who've qualified for selection are all uh, Black Lives Matter activists, they've attended the Women's March, the judge is qualifying these jury members for selection, and they have an, they demonstrated an obvious bias against the Proud Boys, they're obviously all left-wing activists, and we're here with Dominic Pizzola's wife, uh, she's been attending the trial, Lisa Pizzola, and now she has an update about some of the hardship Dominic is suffering while in the Alexandria jail. He is only being served soy, which he is allergic to. Tell us about this, and you got the documentation here. So Dominic has a soy allergy. He actually has several allergies to lots of things. It's documented well in his medical history. Back on November 20th, he requested to stop getting soy trays because he cannot eat them. It causes him to have really bad stomach aches, really bad digestive issues. The marshal's office denied to pay the $8 for the soy testing. So Dominic requested that he would pay for the test himself out of his commissary. Here are his three separate requests asking for this test so he could stop being fed soy trays. He's living off his commissary. Um, on December 29th, he asked Deputy Juarez in the Alexandria Detention Center if she could open his flap so he could warm up some water so he could make coffee and some of his commissary, to which her response was, no, you can do it when you get out, which wasn't until 11 p.m. Now, mind you, this was around 8 a.m. that he asked for this courtesy just so that he could have a meal that day before 11 p.m. Her response, and he explained to her how all of the other deputies have no problem doing that. Her response was, I don't care what the other deputies do. You can be hungry all day until you get out or you can eat the trays that make him sick. In response, Dominic said in his cell, not directly to her, he walked away and said, effing B, because that's what she was being, an effing B. Um, so, and so she decided to write him up for, like, for that come back to him, ask him if he wanted a hearing, to which he responded, just F you, leave me alone. He, she asked him again the same question, F you, leave me alone. And then proceeded to go and write him up for sanctions on that same thing. She wrote these up all as separate incidences, so he had several charges instead of it being one incident, which it was, so it would have been one disciplinary action. Um, then they, decided to turn his phone privileges off before even having a hearing, which the sergeant on duty said not to do. Um, so his rights were violated there, um, sanctioned before even having a hearing in front of the magistrate in the jail. Um, they finally decided to have this hearing last night at 11.59 p.m. after administering trazodone to him so that he can sleep because he's an insomniac. So they held a hearing, found him guilty after giving him a controlled substance and his abilities to defend himself were incapacitated.
They're still feeding him soy and still have not given him the soy allergy test. That costs $8, $8. And keep in mind, the trial here has been going on yesterday. It went on from 8 or 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. at night. And then, you know, I'm exhausted. We're watching the rig jury, these, these left-wing activists who hate the Proud Boys, who think the Proud Boys are white supremacist insurrectionists, all day long we're watching them in the courtroom get select qualified for jury selection and so dominic goes back to his cell to this to eat bags of chips with his commissary and argue with the guards uh, about how he's allergic to soy and that's all they're feeding him exactly and so now they have sanctioned him for five days uh, he will not be allowed to use the telephone and they also made it so he's not allowed to use the microwave for those five days so he is basically going to starve for the next five days because all they will give him is soy trays, which he cannot eat. And now they're t not allowing him to use the microwave because the Miss Juarez, the deputy, is inhumane. Tell us, Lisa, a little bit about Dominic's case, just briefly. I know you don't want to get, we don't want to do anything to jeopardize the Proud Boys members standing in the court with the judge. It's already obviously a very biased activist judge we're dealing mm -hmm. with, Judge Timothy Kelly, who is qualifying left-wing activists as jury members. But tell us a little bit, for those not familiar with Dominic's case, how he ended up in this situation, because he's facing sedition charges, 20 years in prison sentences, along with the other Proud Boy member leaders. Um, what happened that day and what's the truth versus what the mainstream media is trying to sell us about Dominic? So the truth about Dominic, Dominic was a hardworking man. He uh, owned his own small business. He went to work every day, uh, took care of his family. Um, the notion that they're against women's rights, um, if that was the case, then why did he um, pushed me to pursue my dreams of college and graduate school and supported me financially through all of those times. Uh, he pushes our daughters to pursue their dreams in college and have careers and explore the world on their own. What type of sexist man would promote those things to the women in his life? Um, Dominic was barely involved with the Proud Boys. He had been a member for 30 days, if that. Um, it, everything that they have said and done, it, it's just completely asinine to me um, and, and, and just completely untrue. This is a man who would teach uh, recovering addicts a trade, put them to work, pay them a fair wage. Um, he, you know, this is not some insurrectionist, racist, woman-hating group, let alone man. Um, it's, it's all... BS, hardcore BS. Well, now you're you're not you don't really care about politics. We talked no. about, but still, tell us your impression of what's happening in the courtroom over the past few days because I think it's out appalling coming how any of these people are qualifying as jury members. Coming from a, a background actually in the criminal court system, um, I've seen a lot of. Um, trials i had been present for many jury selections and the people that this judge are is allowing to 
potentially be seated on this jury is absolutely appalling. They are openly and blatantly expressing their biases and beliefs, calling these men um, racist and white supremacists and woman haters, and, and but saying that they have strong beliefs in that. Se several people have already said that this group is guilty until proven innocent. And um, this judge is allowing them to sit as potential jurors, causing, making it so the defense is going to have to use up uh, all of their strikes relatively quickly, and they're going to end up with a completely biased jury. There's no way around it. How has this impacted you and your family's lives, you and your two daughters' lives? Uh, What's it been like since the whole, did the FBI show up at your door yes, and raid your house? They did. What, and, and, and I understand Dominic was the breadwinner, the only person, you know, supporting the family while you stayed home and take care of the kids. He'd be out at work. Yeah. So tell us about how life has changed since all of this uh, insurrection against the American people by the federal government. Well, I mean, as, as you can imagine, um, we have had severe financial difficulty. Um, we retained attorneys, which took up the entirety of our, our savings. Um, our children had to, had to give up all of their extracurriculars that cost out-of-pocket money. Um, you know, there's not been the nice new shoes and new clothes that they're used to. Um, it's, a, it's a struggle to pay the bills every month. Um, we've had to get rid of a lot of, you know, everyday comforts simply because I couldn't afford them, such as like cable television. Um, unlimited data on cell phones, you know, everything has been affected. And um, I still am not working, don't have an income coming in. And now I am tasked with, um, you know, getting us down here yeah, to be supportive in, in the trial. Um, and really, you know, um, thankful for all the donations that, that you guys have sent us because that is what is making it possible for my family to be able to stay afloat at this time. It's just outrageous what's happening in the courtroom. Thank you so much for telling Dominic's story. Is there anything we can do uh, about to help Dominic get food? Um, really, at this time, it's it's in the marshal's hands because technically Dominic is in the custody of the U.S. Marshals, not the Alexandria Detention Center. The U.S. Marshals have a contract with them to hold the detainees pretrial. Um, Dominic has not been convicted of a single thing at this point. Nothing. He is on the 15th of this month. He will have been incarcerated for two years. Two years. Pre-trial. Pre-trial. <sighs> two years. Um, so really, we need to... Uh, get the marshals to get on the jail's case um, since they're the ones really in control of what happens to these gentlemen. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, we'll update again on Dominic's case and we're gonna go back into the courtroom and continue watching the jury selection, which is just so exhausting because not a single, not a single person there has demonstrated any semblance of impartiality. None. None whatsoever. Not one. Not a single person. Uh, the last one, what was it? It's hard to keep track. Uh, I mean, and they lie. They lie. The jury, the potential jury members are lying. There, there's one woman that was a just qualified. A former CIA agent. A former CIA agent in the counterterrorism department was qualified as a juror today for this trial. 
Another one's parents worked on Capitol Hill her whole life, both of them, but she doesn't know anything about January 6th. She's never really heard about the Proud Boys. Has she no doesn't opinion. really know, has an opinion about Black Lives Matter, and she's about to start writing for a political uh, startup that her father has established. So how are you a political writer and you don't know anything about J6 or the Proud Boys or BLM, and then the judge tries to cover for her mm -hmm. and calls her an environmental writer? Right. It was just like the, the judge is like kind of co coaching and coaxing them to say the right thing he's, so he can qualify he's them. rehabilitating their outlooks and strong beliefs to become neutral within five minutes. <sighs> Not possible. Not possible. Well, hopefully the defense team is going to be able to have this trial held in a different state, away from all these left-wing activists. I mean, I wonder, it's like, how were these people even selected for juries? I have. Because they all seem to have strong political views strong. and know when to lie about, and, and then when you press them, it all comes to light that they were lying and still they qualify. Yep. It's, it's insane. It's absolute insanity. This is not a jury of their peers by any means. It is not an impartial jury. Every potential juror on this that has been qualified to this point has vocally and put on their questionnaires that they have some type of preconceived notion about Dominic, not only Dominic, but the Proud Boys group as a whole. Uh, and um, that made it very clear that they will not be impartial um, and are still being seated as potential jurors. It's, it's ludicrous. Doesn't feel, it feels like, feels like we're at a KKK rally and we're abolitionists. That's yeah. what it feels like. And the judge is a KKK member and all the potential jury members are KKK members who are trying to convince the world that you're the KKK. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really Nazis. Does. We're dealing with Nazis. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. That's it. Thank you.